Everything's gonna be alright. Rock by. This episode of Still Under Wraps was recorded on Wednesday, the 26th of February 2020. That was last week! This is Colin. He has a problem. He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen. So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty. These films are still under wraps, still under wraps. Unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin, and with me, as always, is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. It's a season finale. It's a season finale! We Thomas, did it. Thomas is going to write a four-minute jingle for the season finale that will be played at the end of this episode. I, I definitely will not. <laughs> He's just full of disappointment today. How many films did you go and watch this week, Thomas? None. Like I said, complete disappointment. No. Uh, no um. We are going to make up for that, however, mm-hmm. because we are going to watch a film today. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll make one for the week. <laughs> that will make one for the week. Um, that being said, and th- this will be in the far distant past now but hopefully i might actually take wendy my wife to the pictures on friday i'm hoping can you guess what to see thomas no no i cannot i'm disappointed i'm i'm really disappointed miss fisher ah the, right. the Miss mm-hmm. Fisher movie that is, has been released at cine- the cinemas, which was crowdfunded and, and Wendy herself actually contributed to the funding of Miss Fisher. Um, I'd just like to point out, you know, Miss Fisher, this is a running family gag. Um, I have acted on stage mm-hmm. with the actress who plays Miss Fisher. Mm-hmm. And in fact, in the play that I performed on stage with the actress who plays Miss Fisher, I was listed on the billing above her. Mm-hmm. There. I, I just need to boost my ego just just once more mm-hmm. um, before I'm let down once again by the fact that she's now a successful actress and I'm making a podcast with my son. <laughs> Um, in in a living room. In a living room, yes. Um, Essie Davis, if you are listening, um, I thank you from the bottom of my, my heart to, uh, for being able to share the stage with you. And I congratulate you on your success and wish you all the very best in your future endeavours. Anyway, all that being said, uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, mostly thinking about how I'm going to handle the the uninhibited meat noises mini series. 
And you, I still I still have to get started on writing you that. You really do, because I need something to listen to whilst mm. I'm in hospital with the babies. Fortunately, I do have, at time of recording, two weeks to work that out. <laughs> so you'll leave it until the night before that two-week mark and then go into a flat panic and yeah. come out with some brilliance. Yeah, that's that's... That's, that's the way things go, isn't it? He, he learnt yeah. from his father as to how to do this. No, I'll, I'll, I, I hope I will have something written before then. <laughs> so do I, um, because but, I jest yeah. somewhat as mm. to uh, how successful that, uh, that ploy is. Uh, uh, so, yes. so with any luck... The the mini series I am tentatively calling the Trouble with Cinema uh, will come out in the four weeks that we will be off air here. And I am thoroughly looking forward to it. I will hopefully have access to Wi-Fi in mm. uh, my hospital room and <laughs> and be able to download those. Otherwise, I will have to have the the nurse take my phone outside (laughs) Um, hold it up at an angle so that she gets reception and uh, hits download I look forward to it nurse will do that for Uh me yep (laughs) okay Um, Uh, at last we have reached the end of this game (laughs) at last we have and possibly tomorrow when you're listening to this I will reveal which hospital I'm in, so you can come and visit me and send me cards. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, let's move on. Um, sure. <laughs> this one film that uh, you will get to watch this week, what is it? Uh, it's it's a recording of the most recent council meeting uh, <laughs> with proof-of-concept graphics pasted over the top of it that won't see the light of day anywhere else, because while they are quite good, they are somewhat pointless, to be honest. Right. Right. The council. Mm. As it turns out... You're going to watch The Council. As it turns out, they were, in fact, quite simple to do live. Right. Uh, did well, some, did, live to did, tape. Some, did somebody hold it up to the camera? <laughs> where's that? Where's that webcam? Oh, right up there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. the, Paste it to that ruler and then hold no. it up. <laughs> no, the recording came out blindingly fast for for council standards, and I just I had done. A little bit of programming beforehand to just have lists that I could click on, and so I did, and it was very easy to do live. Hang on, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> I'm about to learn something. I think Thomas so, has been doing things. So Apparently, we were talking at some point about how it would be nice if the council, uh, our local council's audiovisual recordings, had. Like graphics to say who was talking, yeah. what item yeah. was on. Yeah. I remember discussing that. And so I programmed a thing mm-hmm. that would let me click on things in two lists yeah. to to put that into text files. Yeah. 
which I could then put into OBS, which is a a piece of broadcasting recording software, Mm -hmm. and plonked in the the council's recording, Mm -hmm. and then sat there for two and a half hours, because it was a long meeting. It was a very long meeting, two and a half hours, just clicking Clicking. on things, and it was actually very easy. Right, and... and and what? Then you submitted it? No. All oh, right. No, you, I just you, have it. It was a practice. It's it. It gave me a four and a half gigabyte file. <laughs> right. So okay. um. So the the council is oblivious to the fact that you've done that. Absolutely oblivious. Right. I have not announced this in any way, shape, or form. Right. Right. But possibly. But I the, have the file. In the future, you can present it as a proof mm. of concept. Right. Actually, it looked all right. Good. Some of the item names are very long, and I had to put in a special case layout for for item names that go on to two lines, even using a, a condensed font. Oh, so not only were you putting up who was speaking, but you I also had the item, had the item name, name up. Right. Which wow. is also useful information to have. Okay. I'm sure this is fascinating to I'm mm. finding it fascinating, but mm. it's possibly not as fascinating to our dear listener. Um, That being said, how much pre-preparation did it take? Um, I looked at the agenda and plugged the item names into a text file, and I spent far too long at night programming the thing that would let me switch with ease to the point where I didn't actually end up going to... I I have in... uh, a bit of insomnia, and it was not helped no. by being no, up until, no. I think, four in the morning programming, and it still wasn't done. Right. So I ended up taking a nap some hours later, and I've been fine. I've been fine since then. It's been all right. <laughs> the council has cured his insomnia. Um, so that was watching the council. Mm. However... Fortunately Today, for our dear listeners, we are not watching the council. We are watching mm. the family. We are family. Um, <laughs> the family, starring Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, free and, for free. Wow, and some other people. I think Tommy Lee mm. Jones. Uh, possibly features less than some of the other characters in it, but because he's Tommy Lee Jones, he he gets billing on the front cover. However, we shall find out, because I haven't seen it. Thomas, have you seen it? No. It's, in fact, still under wraps, even. It is. Would you do the honours? Oh, hey, here we go again. I did this last week, mm, which is now uh, this week, which is... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can either read it before opening or opening before reading. A mafia boss and his family are relocated to a sleepy town in France under the Witness Protection Program after snitching on the mob. Despite the best efforts of Agent Stansfield to keep them in line, Fred Manzoni, his wife Maggie, and their children Belle and Warren can't help but revert to old habits and blow their cover by handling their problems the family way, enabling their former mafia cronies to track them down. 
chaos ensues as old scores are settled in the unlikeliest of settings in this offbeat action film. We're in for a ride, by the sounds of it. And we're also in for some uh, graphic violence as mm-hmm. well, I believe. I think it's- Yes, this, this film is rated MA15 plus for strong violence, which also means that it could include anything in the other categories up to M. That's right. <laughs> So I think there might be some furry words involved mm. as well. But who's to say? Uh, probably Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer and Tommy Lee Jones. That's right. <laughs> okay, so Thomas is going to unwrap that uh, case. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was getting something. Do we need to change the role? No, that would be far too easy, wouldn't it? If we were to change roles here and I open the case, it would make for far less exciting listening. <laughs> yes, because this makes for exciting listening. It really it does. <laughs> it really does. Maybe I should speed it up. See, by, the, by the time you've actually gotten started, oh, you spoiled my special effect, Thomas, by talking at the correct speed whilst I spoke really quickly. Uh, thank you for using the correct meaning of special effects, which refers to things done physically in in the real world. That's right. As opposed to audio effects? Yes, we'll go with audio effects, seeing as this is. We're, we've a also podcast. got Foley happening here. Mm. That is the cellophane wrapper that has been removed off the case. Uh, what about practical effects? We're talking about special effects again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thomas is going to open the case. I would like to point out that every single episode where that sound is heard is a completely unique, one-of-a-kind, recorded at time of recording opening of the case. Oh, do we have the digital version of it? There's digital code here, but I suspect... (laughs) I suspect that it might have expired by now. Quite possibly. If I can find the, the, the copyright information. Where is the... It, it will is... probably be on the download slip as to this can be used until... No, no, it says that you have to look at the website for the expiry date. Oh, that's very average. Mm. Is, is there no <laughs> copyright information it's on It's probably this? Fox Studios too. <laughs> well, it's... No, this this is a... Uh, i tell you what, this last episode of the season is mm. just a doozy to listen to, I tell you. Yep, sure is. I'm going to just love editing it, too. Wow, there's, there's just straight up no copyright Is there something on the other side of that download sheet? Uh, just more terms, I think. Oh, in... in, in not even <laughs> instructions, just the steps you go through. Buy the thing. Add the thing. Watch the thing. <laughs> Riveting. Oh, we just had an aeroplane fly through the lounge room again. <laughs> uh, note to self, close the front door before mm-hmm. recording. So, I'll check up on that while we're setting up That's right. to watch the film. Tom's going to put the film on the disc. <laughs> He's going to put the disc into the film reader. Mm-hmm. The film reader is going to read the film for us. We will listen. 
and decide whether this stays on the shelf. Uh, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. <sighs> Mongrel. Welcome back to Deranged Cat Studios. Mm-hmm. We, we have a deranged cat. Okay. Be, before I ask you what you thought, I, I have a big confession to make. Right. With the cast list of this movie, rightly or wrongly, I judged it as being a Hollywood production. And, and uh, as in... Hollywood with a capital H, mm. uh, American, you know, through and through type of thing. And then within probably five minutes, and, and the penny should have dropped a lot quicker. It was set in France. And, mm-hmm. and so the, there would, but through that, um, I, I went through the, well, it's a, okay, it's a co-production then, it being set in France. And then the further I got through was... No, this is French quirk. And we talked about French. It's my word for it. I don't know whether Mm. there is a technical phrase for it. And I'm thinking, this is French quirk. It must be a French director. I'm I'm sure of it. And then I'm thinking, this just absolutely reeks of the style of the fifth element. (laughs) And what was my reaction when the director... The name of the director popped up at the end. It's something along the lines of, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Um, so I, I really had no idea that Luc Besson was the, the director of this, but it just absolutely uh, had his name and stamp all over it. And that possibly gives you some idea of how I felt about it. But, Thomas, your reaction? I quite enjoyed that. It was a crazy old romp, that was. Okay, um, so I've rambled a bit and I'm going to ramble on it a bit more just to get the furry word out of the the box. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the expressiveness of the F word. I, okay, this has always been a ostensibly family-friendly show, mm. and I know that uh, younger audiences listen to it, um, and even when we've dealt with some quite uh, adult films, um, the podcast itself has been very much G-rated, and mm. it will continue to be so. Um, this had... The furry word used very, very often. Mm. And rarely have I ever felt it necessary for the plot. Mm. <laughs> um, 
not as a um, as a cheap trick or mm. or a, it it was essential for char- character development. I cannot believe I'm saying this. It was essential for um, intensity of um, moments and mm. and pathos and uh, I don't. A good portion of this film was a discussion of the word. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it didn't feel out of place. No, it was <laughs> it was bizarre. I, and um, I guess I'm feeling much like when we watched Rubber. Mm. Um, in that it's that it's suddenly become another one of those dirty little pleasures mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um yeah oh i i cannot believe how brilliant that was i and i, I don't know whether how exci- exactly how, you said it was a good film and it was it was very good um the, the characters were just spot on um I mean, even the dog was spot on mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, a French director making fun of the French, mm-hmm. um, and 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 using very much the American view of the French or the world view of the French uh, to his advantage. Mm. Um, if your were your ears are easily offended by the F word, then avoid like the plague. Other than that, if you can get yourself past that, um, and you know, nine, 99% of the time I do have difficulties with it. But, mm-hmm. oh, look, if you can get over it for, for this film at least, do yourself a favour. And... I, I am somewhat desensitised. Oh, I... <laughs> um, and, and yet I, I, I felt there was a lot of it. Yeah. But it was not misplaced. No, no. It... Uh, I, I, you know, it has come up a lot of times, and it has been mentioned. And all that being said, uh, as far as desensitisation, the the work environments that I have worked in, it has been used left, right, and centre. And um, yeah, whether that makes you know, it it has never slipped out of my lips. Um, but yeah, anyway, we're 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 dwelling on. Something that I think we've we've well and truly covered, haven't we? As as far as uh, the film as a comedy goes, mm-hmm. um, very good. There's there a bunch of 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 uh, quote unquote match cuts. I say quote unquote because some of them were not strictly speaking match cuts. They were more more thematic match cuts. You you be talking yes. about one thing and cut to something related. Yep. Not not the same thing, but something related. Yep. Yep. Um, and the audio cuts as well, you know, mm. the, the things that you know are about to happen and then you don't see that on screen. Mm. You see something else on screen that completes the previous shot, mm. but are, are entirely unrelated. Um, <laughs> usually... Spoiler alert. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. A, a gruesome death of somebody. Mm. 
<laughs> one one time it was sex. Yes, that's that is true. Um, uh, oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. I just. I'm I'm thrilled by that film, and I feel again dirty for, for being thrilled mm-hmm. by it. it was just, um. Yeah. And and so unpredictable and and uh, yeah, that that is interesting. Do you want to know how it did critically? I, I am curious to know. Probably poorly. It did do poorly because people found it a little formulaic. Ah, oh. and. Uh, some people did not like some of the tonal shifts that that occurred. There were it's, a couple of tonal shifts. It's French. The, the the French do those tonal shifts, and yeah, whatever. I don't care. No, good film. <laughs> you know, I've 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 made some calls that that people have disagreed with, and uh, I disagree with those calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's definitely staying on the shelf, mm-hmm. uh, which late at night I might pull out <laughs> and watch with my headphones firmly on mm-hmm. so it's not to disturb other family members. Um, and yeah. Um, do you have anything else you wish? The, the problem is anything that I would love to say um, and... and Spoilers haven't necessarily been a real problem mm. previously, but I, I really don't want to spoil this for anyone, and I don't want to say any more in, in case that happens. Does that make sense? Yeah. I am, once again, surprised by the very generous limits of uh, the Australian Classification Board's uh, rulings on, on language. Right. Uh I looked at the website, and there was a dot under M for language. Right. Okay, so it it, it rated an M for language. Yes. Right, okay. Um, again, that being said, and I think I've mentioned it before, um, they've got various criteria as to determining mm. whether the language is gratuitous or... Relevant. Relevant, and I, yeah, it would mm. have been a hard call for this. Again, there's lots of mm. it, but uh, um, <laughs> anywho, um, do you think there's anything you can safely say about this? No, no, I think that's that's about it. Um, I, I now feel yeah. I now feel nervous about people who will now jump on it just because I we we thought it was mm. good and. and, and and then, what were you thinking? <laughs> but, uh, anywho, um, yeah, staying on the shelf I, in a in a brown paper bag. <laughs> um, okay, uh, and ro- look, the acting was superb. I didn't mention that, and, and I think it mm. is worth pointing out that every main character is spot on. There's there's possible some of the the French actors, um, were possibly not. But again, it's hard to tell due to how much of a language barrier there was there, or um, 
you know, because they were having to present a lot of their lines in, in English. Um, but, but the main cast were just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. What's on the show? You know it's probably DVDs. We have 66 uh, contributions. We've had our regular contributors uh, this week contributing, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. We've had some wonderful uh, commenting going on on the uh, the Facebook page concerning fruit, I believe, of some variety, low-hanging or otherwise, and yes... Uh, but anyway, so out of those 66, Thomas, would you be so kind as to roll the randomising random randomometer? Powered by random.org. It's pulled up 42. Ah, that, that number sounds familiar. Hmm. No, I've got nothing. What is number 42? M suggests Night at the Museum. Well done, M. (laughs) A a good choice. Mm. And uh, look, I am going to show my colours here and and sort of shout a little bit of a hooray for... uh, uh, possibly a maligned uh, series of films. It's all right. I quite enjoy Night at the Museum. There was one that I did. The third was rubbish. I really didn't like the third. Loved the second one. Loved the first one. It was, yeah. I <laughs> it's mean, a Ben Stiller vehicle. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yes, I have seen it. It appears that Thomas may have seen it too. I have, yes. And all of our kids have seen it, which suggests quite strongly, Thomas, is it on the shelf? Uh, yes, all three of them are. I'm just going to strike those from from okay. any further. Okay, so no more suggestions of Night at the Museum one, two, or three. Uh, they are all on the shelf. Are they in Blu-ray? No. Is number one on Blu-ray? No, no none of them. Are. None of them. So that's three points for M. Well done, M. Uh, multiplier. What do you think, Thomas? bit of a low-hanging fruit it is it? a bit of a low-hanging fruit uh em has caught on to the uh the low-hanging fruit opportunities and uh has <laughs> has seen the fruits of her labor mm-hmm. and so we're going to give a straight three for that with no multiplier thanks for that contribution and uh your continued uh, entries to this madness Ooh. And that, that sounds like it's had some effect on the leaderboard. That has had some effect on the leaderboard. Uh, we might as well go over the full leaderboard, seeing as we're at the end of the season. It is the end of the season. Okay, so currently at the top of the leaderboard, somewhat predictably... It's is... Hang on, let me guess. Dan. It's Dan, isn't it? No... No. no. Oh, Dan's second. Dan isn't, isn't on the leaderboard, actually. What? Yeah, none of his suggestions have been picked. Oh, or... that's, that's because we've got a flag on it, isn't it? No. To say not to pick those. No, no. no. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. The, the randomising oh, random randomometer. I'll, has... I'll, um, I'll 
edit that in post so that mm-hmm. that doesn't go out to the air. <laughs> so at the top of the leaderboard is Lee with 23.8 <laughs> points. Good on you, Lee. Um, uh, noting that this may be subject to change uh, only in the upward direction because we still haven't fixed the less than one times multipliers from early on in the show. Oh, we'll I, get. I, I'll get to those eventually. Will There's, you? I mean, how many is it? It's, what, it's five or six of them. Right. It won't take that long. Okay. Just going through and we, listening. We to were going to do that, again. were we? Yes, we did say we were going to do did that. We? It never happened. Oh. This was back in season one. Okay. I I, I forget these things. <laughs> so Lee's at the top with twenty three point eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helen comes next with 11.5. Okay, so there's a little bit of a gap, but but a, not an insurmountable one. Mm. Uh, Jeff, 9.7. Right. And at this point, we're getting really bunched up. Okay. Uh, Adam W, 8. Uh, Jill on 7.5. Mm-hmm. David on 7. Right. M on 6.5. Oh, who did M bump down? Kathy oh, is Kathy. on 4.5. Sorry, Kathy. But well done, Em. <laughs> we'll we'll see Mind how you, that shakes Ka- out. In Kathy the next hasn't season. contributed uh, recently, so mm. so perhaps Kathy may well even be unaware of this happening. So um, come on, Kathy, a- add some more to the the, the guesses. All right. What and a- stalling, stalling. What a great Stunning. end of the uh, the season mm-hmm. uh, to have some uh, some argy bargy happening on mm-hmm. the uh, leaderboard, and uh, yeah, I think we might just move on to find out what is going to be the very first film in season three, if I survive the birth. Um, <laughs> sorry. You know well, these. We'll not, be not, back not to in. put a too, too, too much of a uh, a jinx on things, but uh, you know, um, season three. With any luck, we'll be back in April. We should be back in April. Let's let's hope that all everything goes well. And uh, all right, have I stalled long enough? I think so. <laughs> Yeah. I don't do too much editing on this, so, uh, yes. Shake the phone and pick a film, and then we'll watch the film next week. Okay, so, the very first film of season three, when we return back in April, will be... The 2012 film... The Dark Knight Rises. Right. Thomas has some homework to do in the I next... do have some homework to do, yes. Uh, only a little bit, really. Uh, so the third... <laughs> and, and everyone's screaming at me, how on earth could you stop um, at the end of the second Christian Bale Batman mm. series and not what, watch the last one? Well... Um, brain, my brain, basically, (laughs) 
had, had stopped me. So, so that's that's uh, an interesting one to get back to, and I will probably have to do some homework myself and get mm. myself back up to speed. Um, I think Thomas, you're in for a treat, uh, getting yourself up to speed. Um, yeah. I'll add those films to my homework for the month. <laughs> That's right. You've got homework for the month. So we hope that, A, we return <laughs> in <laughs> April, and we hope that you can join us when we do. Do you have any departing thoughts? Stay tuned over the break. Hopefully the trouble with cinema will go out on the uninhibited meat noises feed. I might send you some short audio snippets to go in this feed to hopefully get some people over there yep cool um, hopefully that will happen i i have hope mm. and where there's hope there's i've got nothing <laughs> we'll catch you next time bye you have been listening to still under wraps Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. With me, as always, is my fellow, oh, fellow, 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 my fellow film watcher. <laughs>